Hi everybody and welcome to this episode of Light Space Podcast. I hope we're all having a really, really great start to the new year. It'll be one of my in-depth episodes where I talk about specific mental health um, issues. This is kind of a catch-up, a little chat along with me. I kind of did that in the beginning when I introduced myself. This is kind of, I would say, yeah, just to catch up with me. A little follow-up as well, considering we're in a completely different year. So, please, I hope you enjoy. So, like I said, Happy New Year, everybody. We are in 2021, even though it may feel like we're still stuck in 2020, just because I don't really feel like anything has changed from 2020. But we are blessed. We have got to see 2020. A lot of people didn't. Ha- didn't. So we're just thankful for that. I'm going to kind of start off and try and say that I am really finding this new lockdown really difficult. The first lockdown, I didn't mind it as much. It was annoying, but... I don't feel like how I feel now. I don't know if any of my listeners can kind of resonate with me as well. The first lockdown, I was all right. I was laughing, joking. I felt okay with myself. This lockdown, mm, not so much. I don't know if it's also because I'm quite mundane to it now. I think a lot of people are. It feels like we haven't really lived without restrictions for, what, about 10 months now? I know when I um, came back to work in the new year, me and my colleagues were talking about how long we've actually been working from home for, which is now 10 months. Considering I thought I was going to work from home for about two months, or not even a month, I thought this was going to go on for a month and we'd all be hey-ho, living life again. But obviously that is not what has happened, which is quite, it's irritating. I know it is for our own safety, but at times it's, it's difficult. And the impact on your mental health, I think, is astonishing. Like I said, I enjoyed the first couple of lockdowns. The, fir- the first couple of lockdowns, I mean, I can't remember how many we've had. It's been so in and out. Guidance have changed every other day. I, I don't really know where we are. But um, my exercise up- was up as well. I also think the weather had a lot to do with the previous lockdown. Obviously, it was summer. So even if you were walking for... And even though we couldn't go into, like, um, clothes shops, we still was able to walk in the warmth. We were still able to chill in our gardens, have barbecues with our family... Whereas now it's cold, it's rainy, and it gets dark at like four o'clock. So it's, guys, I can only imagine how everyone is feeling if I'm kind of feeling like this as well. And I'm quite good, I think, in learning how to manage my mental health specifically. I I know my triggers, I know my signs, I know when I'm getting low. So I kind of usually know things to put in place to prevent that. But I'm struggling. I am struggling. Like I said, it's becoming a lot, it's becoming really mundane. We haven't really had no form of restriction, if you think about it. I mean, even though we were allowed out during that ridiculous eat out to help out scheme, which now looking back on it was bloody stupid, really, realistically, wasn't it? <laughs> when you think about it, at the time we were like, yay, eat out to help out, half price food. I for sure was one of those people. But now looking back on it, we never should have done that. The government never should have implemented that. But that's a completely different conversation for another day. But during, obviously, those times, we were still restricted, weren't we? We were still only allowed... Was it in group? I don't know. I can't remember. Was it in groups of six, I think, if I can remember? Still had to do the track and trade. Still had to wear face masks. So we actually haven't had a day in 10 months, basically, where something hasn't been restricted. And I think that is the issue. Well, personally, with me anyway, I just feel like I'm in this locked bubble when it's just like, when am I, when am I coming out of it? But, yeah, that's how I'm feeling mentally, personally, myself. I know I've spoken to other people as well. They've been feeling kind of the same. Um, I know a lot of people are now sick and tired of working from home because the, the gloss is gone, hasn't it, really? 
in the like but like last year when you work from home like yeah you're working from home have a break from the office now we're literally getting up working in our house leaving work in our house <laughs> which is just like a, it's a barrier isn't it it's a revolving door it's a revolving circle but like i said always just be thankful as well and just that we're blessed so that is kind of like i said how i'm feeling just to give as well my couple anxiety tips for people that are listening so i have tried to incorporate a good sleep routine now i know a lot of people are really suffering from insomnia during this time and this period which is a shame because i had insomnia for a long time i changed from i know you kind of guys kind of know my background but I changed from shift work to nine to five, which if you're a shift worker who has been used to doing nights and sleepings and having my, like I said before, I think in my first episode, my rotor was all over the place. So my body clock, I don't know, my poor body clock didn't know day to night or whenever because I, I used to just sleep. So yeah, I had really bad insomnia when I changed over my shift pattern. It's got a lot better now, which I'm so thankful for. So I do feel like a good sleep routine does help with anxiety. Um... I do think no screen time before bed. Now, I know this is easier said than done because naturally we just scroll through our phones aimlessly, don't we really? Or we've got the TV on. I don't, having the TV on obviously isn't good, but I know some people have to have the TV on maybe due to not like, not enjoying sleeping without the television on. So if that's the case, then that's fine. But just try not to watch it. If it's the case of it's just in the background with no noise playing because you like the light, that's very different as opposed to watching it before bed and I know a lot of people saying oh I need to watch tv to try and push myself to sleep you don't you really don't no but I also understand the comfort so I would definitely say no screen time before bed try and cut off your phone I'll say about an hour before you're ready to go to sleep the aimless scrolling on insta and twitter and I know everyone's new thing is clubhouse is it yeah clubhouse it's not healthy <laughs> just so you look it's not healthy to be literally strapped to your phone and it's not, and your mind's racing as well. So your mind's not getting put to sleep either because you're just on your phone. So try and come off your phone an hour before you want to go to sleep. Herbal tea. I'm an advocate of herbal tea before bed. No caffeine. I drink the lemon. I think it's lemon and ginger. And I put some honey in. That's also to help my immune system. But also I think it helps me go to sleep. I know people also like chamomile. And I know Aldi does a really good sleep time tea as well which my mum invested in and my, my sister said it works wonders for her so try and invest in a herbal tea as well and a weighted blanket now I'd never really heard of a weighted blanket before I had a conversation with my work colleagues about it and apparently it really helps with sleep so what it is but they can vary in price but they can be a little bit expensive I think the most expensive one my colleague said was about 150 50 pounds and i think the cheapest one was 42 pounds but if you're a bargain girl like me you'll find one that's cheaper i haven't personally so if you do let me know um but apparently this weighted blanket the whole effect of it is that the weight of the blanket puts you into a really deep sleep and helps with sleep anxiety insomnia improves your sleep hygiene so if this is for you and you have insomnia maybe try those tips I know they seem quite basic, but sleep is so important, so important. And people don't even realise how important it is. Having a good seven to nine hours worth of sleep every night can work wonders, one, on your mental health and two, your motivation. Now, personally, during this lockdown, even though I'm not struggling with sleep, I'm struggling with feeling tired. So no matter how much sleep I've been getting, 
I still feel exhausted. And I don't know if that's just because of this lockdown, because like I said, I'm not really, in, I'm struggling with it. So I'm going to actually look into that and kind of see what I can do to improve that. So once I kind of know, I'll let you guys know as well. That's my first tip. Second tip is news. <laughs> now, I understand that you need to have the news to kind of be knowledgeable of what is going on in the world as well as not necessarily just COVID, but also whatever. I know um, I like to look on certain the islands that I'm from. I like to look on their news pages as well just to be informed of what's going on. So I have family living over there. But sometimes no news is, you know, the saying no news is good news. I know that's for like letters and bills and stuff, but I also believe it works in this context just because watching the news right now, isn't helping your anxiety. To be fair, it's probably making it worse. If you're that person that's constantly scrolling like COVID numbers, vaccines, deaths, that is not helping your anxiety in this pandemic at all. It's making it worse. So I think just kind of stay off the news. And I know it's easier said than done if you're that person, but try and maybe filter it out. So try and just go on a news station for an hour. If, if you're watching the news, sometimes the news is on for actually. If you're watching the news, try and only limit yourself, limit your time. So, right, 20 minutes, I'm going to watch it, then I'm turning it off. If you're one of those people that get notifications on your phone from the news app, for example, iPhone or um, a Samsung, turn the notifications off. Literally. It doesn't help every two seconds. And with COVID, it pops up every five seconds. Oh, new thing, new thing, new thing, new thing, new thing. It's not helping you. It's be- like I said anxiety literally from outside sources really does it increases your anxiety so please or just keep and just have enough news so you're kept informed so i know people like to be knowledgeable and that's fine because obviously knowledge is power but be you need to be in control of how much knowledge you consume it's i said it the other day it's exactly the same as when you you know when you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat you, you eat to your full it's exactly the same with the news. Stop taking in so much, so much, so much, so much so you're overfeeding yourself because it's not helping you at all. So for all my news people, please, please, please try and limit yourself. There's also, um, if it's if it's specifically COVID you're actually looking for, there's a lot of like Instagram pages now that are kind of doing a summary. So you don't even have to listen to Boris talk because let's be honest, let's all be honest, we're not, we're not interested. You literally can see a summary of it, which will kind of, which should help ease your anxiety. So please try and do that. Keeping in touch with family and friends is my third one. Now, as like I said, we're in a national lockdown. If you're in, if you're my listener and you're in um, another country that's not in lockdown, how I'm so jealous. Well, obviously for my England, in England for my people that live in England, um, we are in a national lockdown, and obviously, as you know, you cannot see people unless they're in your support bubble. So, if you're feeling isolated, the good thing about being in a pandemic in 2021 is the fact that we have access to a lot of technology, whether it be Zoom, FaceTime, Skype, I think another one was Google Hangouts, I don't know how many people use that. We have, we even WhatsApp video call, we have those available to us, so use them. Being isolated isn't the greatest, especially if you're somebody that's used to being around around people, and unfortunately sometimes isolation can put you into a really bad spin can put you into a really really like low mood so that's really important try and keep talking to your friends and family um try and interact on quiz nights if they're doing quiz nights i also understand sometimes you do want to be left alone especially if you are still a key worker and you are still out um during the pandemic and i understand you might want to be left alone but just kind of 
take notice of that and try not to dip into just you're left alone then being isolated because i've been isolated isn't the greatest at times so yeah that's really really important exercising <laughs> i i mean i should practice what i preach really but exercise is also really really good good for your mental health i personally i haven't really been in all honesty this is an open and honest podcast i haven't really been motivated to exercise i i haven't and it's annoying because before the lockdown, I was going to the gym. My sister, my brother did me a workout plan. I was really going for it. And then this happened. And to be honest, I haven't exercised since, what, the beginning of December? Whenever, whenever actually, that's a lie. Whenever, whenever the lockdown, whenever the tier four restriction came in, Boris closed the gym. That's the last time I haven't been to the gym. So I know, I know how hard it is to keep motivated. But please, please try. It really does exercise really does improve your mental health really does it's needed even if you don't want to exercise like i said i know it's rainy and cold but trying to go for a walk for an hour that also like i said can increase your mood also you need some fresh air if you've been cooped up in the house i didn't even realize i hadn't left my house in three days the other day which is so unhealthy so walking even if it's walking around the park please please exercise it's so imperative so imperative for your mental health and it does help like i said so, those are kind of my few anxiety tips trying to get you guys through the lockdown. I've got some working from home tips as well, which I kind of said in my first, but I think we should just maybe revisit it. So, the first mental health tip, mental health tip, the first working from home tip I have for you is to create a structured timetable. All of these tips are on my Instagram as well, but to create a structured timetable. And by that, I mean have specific times for breaks. And time away from your screen. It is not healthy to be looking at your screen for seven hours a day or six hours a day. How many hours a day you work? It's not healthy. And there's so much guidance on the internet about how long you should actually be on your screen for. Because it's not healthy to be looking at your screen. Especially, I think, where we've all gone from, like, having big desktops to just having laptops. It's not healthy. So definitely do a structured timetable. Incorporate break your lunchtime and incorporate breaks as well to come away from the screen. It's really important. And like I said as well, it can improve your mental health because you're just not looking at a screen all day. So definitely create a structured timetable. My second working from home tip as well is your space. Now, I know some people is quite difficult um, trying to change around their space. But this, I think, works wonders especially if you're working in your bedroom i know sometimes it's hard you can't you can't work anywhere else and i understand that but if you can try and change it around so imagine you're working in your bedroom so you've just done six hours at work seven hours at work whatever your hours are and then you're now trying to log off but you can't really log off your mind because you're in your bedroom your bedroom meant to be your sanctuary where you chill like candle listen to music watch tv whatever the case may be in your bedroom and now you just realize wow i've just been working from i've just been working in my room and I don't have any sort of... It's more of a separation. And I think that's the problem with working from home. You don't really get that separation anymore because you're in your house. So I would say if you can try and change rooms, do so. I changed from my living room to my kitchen and it's worked wonders. I'm probably going to change back from my kitchen to my living room because I'm kind of getting tired of looking at these these walls. But if you can change, please do. And if you can't change, just try and create a separation. Try. I know it's easier said than done, but it's needed because... The, the whole this isn't a normal way of work this is not first of all it's not a normal way of living second of all it's not really a normal way of working either because naturally you'd be in the office so just try and create that separation my third kind of tip is quite similar to my isolation tip is if you and your colleagues try and have tea coffee 
whatever you may have done in the office of your colleagues, try and incorporate that within the work thing. I know, you know, Microsoft Teams <laughs> can be really annoying, but try and incorporate that in your workplace. I know um, my colleague, when we are my colleagues, we still have like coffee and cake. We try and incorporate tea breaks as well, just because that's what we would do naturally if we were together. And it really does help. So those are my three important working from home tips. I will be putting them all on Insta again. So please check out light underscore space on Instagram. Now, I've definitely spoken for longer than I was planning to. So I just want to say, again, a really happy new year. And also just to give everyone just love and light because our resilience through 2020 and 2021 is remarkable. It's very, very hard as human beings to just think just to change suddenly. And I think everybody's just trying to adapt and do the best they can. And I just think, yeah, just like I said, I send loads of love and light to everybody that's listening. I hope you all do well in this lockdown. And hopefully we're out of this soon. I'm fingers crossed. I mean, I don't really know when. I've kind of lost track of everything to do with um, the lockdown just because I just think the way our government have dealt with this hasn't been the greatest. Obviously, I'm not going to really go into that because light space isn't about politics. It's about promoting positive mental health. I don't want to rant about Boris and the Conservatives for about 45 minutes. So I'll leave it as that. But I just, like I said, everyone's been so resilient and I just wish everybody good luck during the lockdown. Please, please, please follow Light Space on Instagram. So it's light underscore space underscore. I will be coming through with a lot more relatable podcasts. I'm going to do my next episode should be about women and mental health. We're going to have a motherhood and mental health this year. Also, I do quite a lot of polls on my Insta to kind of get, I want to kind of know the content you guys want to hear from me as well. So please, when I do the polls, if you can interact with them as well, and I can kind of see, I can kind of plan out what I want everybody to, what you guys want to listen to, sorry. So like I said, have a lovely, lovely evening, because it is evening where I am right now. And just try, stay safe, stay positive, And yeah, bye guys.